All right, it's recording. Shoot, what are we talking about? We're talking about oh, whether we're not, or not... We're not everyone's brand of whiskey, but <laughs> there may be other people on this planet that think the same things are funny. Yeah. Because we are or artistic scientists. Yes, we find each other funny. And it's easy to get on each other's imagination train. Yes. Yeah. And we like, once we get on, it's like, woo, woo, we just keep riding it. (laughs) But also, here's an alternatively. So let's say we can't find, like, with the amount of information that we say in our conversation, because we're together and we're kind of in sync, like, you can give me, like, 20% and I'm right there with you. Right, right. So right. people, we want to, do people only, like, is that 20% common like, enough that everybody can get on the train with 20%? Or it could know. be no, but it yeah. could be that 20% is vague enough and so poorly packaged that other people, but we're so charismatic <laughs> that other people <laughs> will take that 20% I mean, and take their I, own I voyage. think I'm charismatic. <laughs> yeah. They'll take their own voyage that is just as fun as the voyage we took. It reminds me, you know, like in Shawshank Redemption, where they're all (laughs) sitting around the lunch table, and it's like, joke number two, and everyone laughs. It's like they're all already on the train together. Yeah. But nobody really I didn't see that movie, but because you're so good at talking about it, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because they're like, well, we have the next 50 years together in this cell. (laughs) Might as well just assign numbers to all the jokes. Okay. Yeah. So. (laughs) Case in point, you were on the train. (laughs) We were riding it. And it was amazing. Okay, so that's that's what we'll try to do. And then we're recording it right now. (laughs) We'll listen to it tomorrow. Yeah. There are things that we want, we're interested in, and this is to remind us tomorrow what, what the point of this is. Yeah, the point of this is that... One, is it funny? <laughs> Two, are our voices, like, tolerable? <clears throat> yeah, I think my or, voice... Or, like, I don't is... think mine is. I mean, we heard mine, and I don't even think that sounds like me. I mean, being a woman, we're already shrill. No, <laughs> <laughs> somewhat annoying so yeah. i think we're gonna exclude so 50%, probably 50 percent <laughs> probably 48 to 50 percent of our uh gone like just off the top we might as well cut that one yeah. off it's like uh trying but that's okay i mean we only if we, we can send date. this to our friends <laughs> okay if we send it to our friends what's the critical mass of people that like let's say we have four or five friends that we trust Okay. How many of them do we need super positive feedback before we're willing to go public? I'm thinking one. I would be really stoked. But we can't have it be Missy. Or can we? Can we have it be Missy? Because she's a little bit on the train. No, she's kind of... Yeah, she thinks... We're amazing. Oh, and we should describe the scene of what we're doing. Oh, I like that. That's That's very podcasty. Yeah, so there's, <laughs> once upon a time there was a bunker, and this just is going to support why Missy is so awesome. Yeah. But uh, there was like nine artists in here, 
And we're the only two left because it's going to be torn down. Because 2020 happened. 2020. And pretty much most of the people were eliminated by any number of fucking disasters. Oh, yeah. And we're the ones last standing. We're kind of haunting the bunker. <laughs> and so... <laughs> and Missy's really nice. She just hasn't told us to leave yet, really. Yeah. Um, and every day that we get to stay here, we're just kind of winning. Like we, we feel like we're winning. And uh, leftover fish for for lunch. Ooh, that's risky. I know it totally is, and it. I think it. It's at least two days. What is the rule when it's fish that? You, but I think it's if cooked, it just it smells cooked. bad. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the if it smells now, like fish, it's just so wrong. now. So now I'll go get it, and that's the that's the yeah, the know. olfactory setup for heard, our uh, listeners. Yeah, outreach. You're supposed to describe smell. <laughs> Sound, touch. I don't know. Well, anyway, so there's white, it's there's blank bathed, white walls. It's bathed oh. in pesto. Mm. So it's bathed in pesto, which means I'm yeah. having a hard time smelling anything but the pesto. Do the smell test here. Oh no, I would eat that. Thanks. Um. But, so we made the fish. We're in a little hallway. The closest thing we have to a hallway in the bunker. Yeah. And we're both painting on opposite walls. We've been pretty much, I wouldn't call this graffiti, because we're two white women in our 40s. Doing it on private. We have permission <laughs> to do it. <laughs> but the cool thing, it. which and is, a lot of, I think, like, positive messages. <laughs> <laughs> And like uh, really bright colors and yeah, really positive messages, lots of creatures. But we are actually working through some stuff. The hands of time, the lizard of truth. Yeah, so our the palm um, of the paw of destiny. I mean, we'll just describe our amazing mural. Yeah, it's describe how it started. That you on breaks. Oh, that was great. One day you Whoa. were on breaks. We were very stressed out. This is during COVID. That's the, all we have to say. First, yeah. And you were stressed out and then you were coming out and um, like on your trips to the bathroom, you were tracing your hands <laughs> on the wall, on the wall. And it was nice. And so I kind of thought, well, I'll represent and I traced my hand. And then we just continued, and it wasn't long after that before we realized those were the hands of time. Because we kind of did think, it in a circle. Yeah, maybe that's what I did. Maybe I just maybe wrote the circle. hands of time up and there. Then, I think that was the first label. Yeah, the and then every hand kind of turned into like a mood. Like that hand has its middle finger coming up yeah. and a watch on it, so... I'm guessing... There's a thumbs-down hand, too. There's a thumbs-down hand. There's a magic wand joint hand. Yeah, Missy wrote, did that <laughs> hand. <laughs> the next hand was really important. It's a crab claw. <laughs> it has little hairs, and it's attached to the center of the clock by one of those corn cob <laughs> holders. I don't think they're really uh, that's funny. You have to see it. You have to see it to really find yeah. that one funny. It, it, check if we the, ever check have a website. Check the show notes. <laughs> check the show notes. We're yeah. also <laughs> sponsored by Crabs R Us. <laughs> Sound the street. We're sponsored by... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Sponsored then, by so, the DNA molecule. <laughs> yeah, so then it just started developing. And... Uh, 
That's our graffiti. Yeah, so now it's a big clock. And it says, what time is it for you? Time is relative, relative time. And so we got a Black Lives Matter fist. There's kind of hands that are growing into a tree. Mm-hmm. At one point I was undecided about a lot of stuff and this was before the social unrest. So oh, I have a yeah. fist that says undecided. undecided with like a big bling. Uh, yeah, one of those like, knuckle, knuckle, I think brass knuckles. knuckles. Yeah, yeah. Again, we're not, we're not, yeah, we're, we're clearly white women in our 40s. Yeah, or I was like, I think that's what like hardcore tough people <laughs> might wear on their knuckles. It's very now? unclear. Let's, 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 it's very unclear what it actually yeah. is. No, it's not. It's clear. I can tell that. That's I think it, very well done. Um, so, anyway, we're in that, we're working on our respective walls. Yeah. It's really kind of Armageddon style outside today because of bad smoke. But yeah, there's, it's like, really cool. there's like a thick yellow mustard haze yeah. Yeah. that's hanging in the air. Uh, everyone says don't go outside because your lungs um, oh, will be damaged. Check this out. Uh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm going to put it outside. It's, um, then I'll put it so now the odor in the bunker is of a severely burned tortilla. It's like pure, <laughs> pure ash. Wow, carbon. It. That's amazing. Of, it's all it's in one piece. It's a piece of injera that I made with my sourdough starter. Oh, yeah. Um, again, see COVID. See <laughs> COVID previous. See yeah, COVID plus white woman list. in her 40s. Yeah. And yeah. so I had injera, which was going to be my side for my pesto fish. And um, I just burnt it because yeah. I was really not paying attention. Um, yeah, so what else do we have on our... Um, well, we have the lizard of truth. And this is like a huge lizard whose eyes look like um, kind of a spaceship. Um, and it's... It's a character that's seen in Colleen's art a lot, and it's really cool. Um, oh, and when oh, we were lizard. doing, we were tracing all our hands, Lucy oh, wanted to be involved. Yeah. So I, she, Lucy I had her put a, her uh, oh. An English spaniel? Is that, or wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah, English Springer Spaniel. Who's awesome. Um, she's amazing. She's here. Uh, She's not a big talker, mm-hmm. but um, we traced her paw. <laughs> it didn't, and so now that is labeled the paw of destiny. So we have labels of, you know, it's it's pretty mythological. Yeah, yeah. This is pretty much like uh, the Odyssey. Is that is that right? Oh, or yeah. Ulysses, or like one of those big stories that are like really <laughs> profound and sort of the foundation of our yeah, culture. I'd, I'd like to think that we're super profound. Yeah, and this is like, <laughs> you know, kind of epitomizes everything. Yeah, and it kind of helps um, when we're getting frustrated with work or the pandemic or the weather and the fires and the mm-hmm. air quality, um, the s- social unrest. Recently, the horrible politics and the yeah. just the overall cruelty. Both local, local and, and national. national. Really kind of pathetic. And we're we were pathetic behavior by our fucking white man in charge. 
it's just, um, I don't know. So to get over our sadness and frustration, we can paint on the walls, which again goes back to our first point that Missy is so cool. She left piles Missy's of gonna paint. Missy's going to love this one. Missy's going to love this one. <laughs> Missy's going to love this one. Lucy thinks Missy's going to love this one too. Piles of paint. She just left piles of cool colored yeah, tubes of paint. Yeah, I think once she saw that we were drawing with Sharpies, oh. I think we originally were drawing with Sharpies. Yeah. on the wall and then she just <laughs> dropped off a, yeah. she comes like Sharpies, by like every two months shards of for glass. like a day or two yeah. and that was the thing she dropped and she's like she's just like a she makes art that's happen dumb. even when she's not here by like putting you know what? i'm gonna brushes. go get it out of the tree and eat the half that's not burnt yes i mean i don't think it would kill you i it's um it still smells pretty bad though <laughs> Not bad. Oh, it's Lucy smells carbs. it. If Lucy would eat it, I would eat it. She won't eat carbon though. Um, yeah, I think she would eat it. Lulu. <laughs> Good girl. Good job. Does she want it? I mean, it's burnt. Is that bad for her? Uh, nah. I think she. Well, let's see. Mm, that's she ate it. She ate it. Um, another highlight, today we walked up to the coffee shop that's close by. Oh, yeah. Um, we just got coffees. Named Lucy's. Yeah, named Lucy's. Um, we got coffees. Does the woman who owns it know her name is Lucy? No. Because the woman who owns it is super fantastic. Ooh, okay. And, um... She would probably love that Lucy's named Lucy. Well, um. Anyway, next time we go, we should remember. I think that's a good idea. So at Lucy's, we got coffee, and my mom has a strong Long Island accent. Actually, she has a weak Long Island accent, which is like the equivalent of a strong any other accent. And so, <laughs> so, so um. I'm constantly quoting her in her accent. Yeah. Um, Claudia's been hearing that for a while now. Yeah. And so we were talking about my mom, <laughs> and Claudia awesomely did a secondhand impersonation of my mom, which was pretty good. Yeah. Well, it's my it's my superb hearing, clearly. <laughs> and so anyway. Actually, it's just so much fun to talk like your mom. I've never actually met her, but. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> see show notes so, for actual. <laughs> so I decided sound, to pull a, like a voicemail of my mom, and it was quite the highlight of the coffee. Yeah. And then because I roll hard and deep, she was laughing, or Claudia was laughing, and then I'm like, oh, listen to this, and I freaking played my mother-in-law, who has a strong Boston accent, and her fucking message was rad. Yeah. Well, it's just that she was like, exhausted. I don't know. I'm yeah. sorry I didn't send you a card. And then like one it's second. It's hotter than hell here. One <laughs> sec yeah, there's like these long pauses. Where it's, yeah. She's just like, she's exhausted. Like, working so hard to fucking get every sentence out. She's like, so there's not much more to say. Pause, pause, <laughs> pause. So I don't know what more to, more to tell you. 
<laughs> anyway, we decided if you want to tell if someone's from Long Island, most people say, oh, I ask them, well, do you want a coffee? But people are wise to that from Long Island. The first thing you drop when you move to the West Coast as a Long Islander is fucking coffee and quarter. You learn those pretty quickly because yeah, they're such telltale signs. The pack, signs. the cat, have it, yard, everybody knows Yeah, that's Boston, but it's the same thing. It's like you clean up your coffees and your quarters, and then you just blend into the scene in your mind. Yeah, and then you, you really try to use dude, yeah. like, So that's what my mom did, but, your, uh, but she still, it's question. still super clear she has a Long Island accent. I was telling Claudia that <laughs> the way that you figure it out is you just ask my mom, like, how do you get in touch with the fire department when there's a fire? <laughs> and my mom would say, well, you got to call them. And so it's cool. Cool is the word. Yeah. They well, don't know. Or it's because. She, the, the best because part of this is that your mom is so innocent about her accent and thinks she's a, a oh, you yeah. know. Like, but she doesn't think she has an accent, yeah, and it yeah. makes her very mad. Recently, I was in Laguna at, at, with my mom, and we went down to her local market, and we were checking out. My mom seriously goes to this market, like, every day and buys, like, a little something here. She buys a coffee at the Pete's, or she buys, like, a little iris, or she buys whatever. Whatever she can buy. It's like she does. she's retired, so this is what she does. And so she knows those people, and... They're her people, actually. So we're going through, and the woman looks at us, and she's like, oh, are you guys visiting from somewhere? And my mom, like, looks at me, like, puts it on me. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I live in Slow. The lady didn't know where Slow was. It's like San Luis Obispo. It's four hours north. I think you're going to be able to tell that you're eating fish. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> you're eating and wrestling the aluminum. But I think this is a, actually a really good test case. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, this is our right. experiment. So this we're is, yeah. trying to mix it up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is actually Claudia, not me. Mine are the real food noises. That's so true. long story short... <laughs> The woman says, you know, like, where are you from? And I'm like, San Luis Obispo. And then I think she mentioned something about my mom's accent. She mentioned something about the accent, but looks directly at my mom. Because I, I don't have an accent. Or not a bad, I don't know what, I probably have an accent depending on where you're from. And that's why we talked about California yeah. accents, which is more or less pronunciation. It's more word choice and the way you ask yeah, things. Yeah, and just what you choose to talk about. Yeah, exactly. You're like, dude, how'd that meeting go? <laughs> yeah. Kind of a question. Yeah. Or you're like, What's, what was that, that meeting about? fucking meeting. Yeah, Jesus Christ, could that guy ever stop talking? <laughs> um, anyway, long story short, we get in the car and my mom was like so insulted because the woman didn't know that she lived in, she's lived in Laguna for almost 40 years. And this one, and she said, I don't have an accent at all. Uh, so, in summary, <laughs> to, summarize, to summarize, I have no idea what we were trying to make the point of that. We're testing it out. Um, 
Yeah. Well, no, I think what we just did well, there was good because we ate, we had background noise, yeah, and then we did different open. accents. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it may turn <laughs> out true. that like my voice is really annoying when it's normal, but oh, when God. I do a Long Island no. accent. It's like it's... music to people's ears. I know. And so then I'll have to do everything in Long Island. You'll have to do. Maybe I should try imitating my dad's yeah. accent because he used to always say things like disgusting <laughs> because he was French. But he'd also lived here for, I mean, what since was the, the 60s. Other, said, so it's like disgusting. What was the 50, other one 60 you years. said? There was another one you said at the coffee shop. Horizon. <laughs> Which I don't even know. Can you put that in a sentence? Horizon. I was looking out along the horizon for other boats. Okay, I want here. I'm gonna give you the sentence. Okay. I was looking out the at the horizon, and the smoke there was disgusting. Yes. I was looking out at the horizon, and the (laughs) smoke was disgusting. (laughs) Of course, he was much more debonair and handsome and charismatic when he said it. So, so people then, thought okay, it was do endearing. It do it again. Debonair and handsome. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wait, past the, past the Chateau de Tour, I'd like to fill up my glass while we sail into the, the sunset. Check the horizon for that buoy. Put the spinnaker up. <laughs> <laughs> while oh I sit God, here. That was your last ditch. You're like, oh, I don't know if I did enough. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't want to go sailing with my dad. Um, my brother and I thought we got, we wanted to make t-shirts. Um, I just moved the phone towards her. Oh, yeah. Maybe this. Okay, so this is a shorter distance. Yeah. Let's see if it makes any May, let, let the record show that this is a shorter distance. Mm-hmm. Maybe a foot so an and a half. Like half of arm Yeah. Yeah. Um... Oh yeah, so our um, <laughs> this is not even an accurate of the Sailing. story. Sailing, well, yeah. So um, the motto is uh, kind of like a Captain Bly situation where the beating Which shall continue. The beating shall continue until morale improves. <laughs> <laughs> so one time, we uh, was my brother and I and my dad and we were gonna meet our friends down in Baja in Mexico for Christmas. That's great, amazing. We were gonna sail from the Bay Area all the way down to Baja. Wow. He had a really fast boat, a Swede 55 that he used to race in. How I don't long know, does that college. Take? Yeah. Well. Um, if you had really fast winds, I'm sure you could actually get there. <laughs> <laughs> but what ended up happening was there was an absolutely no wind, and um, it rained a lot. Wait, what time of year was this? Uh, it was Christmas. Christmas break. Yeah, so um, we actually made it, I think, to Long Beach harbor and I remember being on deck and it was like two in the morning and we were out of gas there was no wind my brother and I were on watch because my dad was sleeping and uh we were just bobbing in like the shipping lane (laughs) (laughs) and 
I looked at my brother and you know it's dark it's cold and then it started to rain and uh so I think we had a glass of whiskey how old were you when was that I think um I don't know I don't remember it was uh no it was after grad school I think I was living in Santa Cruz at the time so okay. when I worked at NOAA it was 2000 eight or nine um and so at two in the morning and we realize you know we're, we're we have no absolutely no wind and my dad comes up on deck like he just woken up and he's like get the spinnaker ready <laughs> it's like we'll take advantage of every little wind that we've got and uh which is you know at two in the morning the solution to our problem was not to get the spinnaker up, I don't think. It was, um, I think we realized the next... To have another shot of whiskey. Yeah, it was, it was just, it was getting, it was on that, that, the cusp of being dangerous. Whoa. <laughs> you know, like, oh, uh, anyway, so we did make it to Dana Point. Oh, that's where my brother lives. Yeah. Um, and incidentally, where the best whale watching in the world is. That's what I oh, read wow. on some something on my phone. Oh. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. Monterey Bay is pretty good. That, whale yeah, watching. but they said it was that Dana Point. You have, like, the most chance of seeing the most, the most diverse set of whales. Ooh, okay. That's what I think oh, nice. it said. Okay. Again, that's just my memory. Um... It could be. And it was it depends. Well, yeah, with the point. How yeah, how what is the criteria out? you're using to judge best? Like deep water getting close to an actual peninsula of land. Anyway, anyway, so uh, we get to Dana Point. And oh, by the way, I just tried to like, like tell you something when you're a marine biologist. Who works for the state fish and wildlife? <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> That's all right. I'm used to it. <laughs> Not from you, but from most uh, most people. Um, <laughs> I just have that clueless quality no, about me. No, you don't have a clueless quality. I just I have a clueless quality in that I forgot. Yeah, I think that's why we get along so well. Clueless. No, not clueless, but we don't. Seemingly clueless, but seemingly. actually secret geniuses. Yeah. 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 Secret. Um, yeah, so we, uh, oh, so I knew, um, our, my dad's truck, he had a big, cause we used to have horses, so he had the big F-350, like, diesel four-door truck, and it was parked somewhere in L.A., um, wow. near, oh, I don't remember that part, that's so long ago, but it was Christmas Eve, meanwhile, we were supposed to be in Baja, like, days ago. <laughs> 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 to meet everybody and uh so my brother and i take the bus to where the truck is we spend all day on the bus christmas eve God. and get the truck my dad is with the boat and like made arrangements to st keep the boat there and we were just going to drive to mexico and uh then, and then like just rent a sailboat and pretend to cruise up and be like, oh, that, here we are. Yeah, totally slick. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, with like uh, having our Campari on the Lido deck being like, ah, it was just, we decided to stop in Catalina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and uh, so my brother and I start driving back and it's like, it's like nighttime on Christmas Eve and it's just a parking lot in LA. Like we can't yeah. move. We spent just hours and hours and hours uh, at a standstill. So what we decided to do is um, pull over at the next, there was like a, one of those LA multiplex theater craziness things that yeah. happen in big cities. It's big sprawling cities like Los Angeles. And we went and saw a Christmas movie, Elf. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kids. We didn't get to Baja, but we're in an L.A. multiplex, and we're watching Elf. Well, and my dad was still on the boat, but oh, like we'd, we'd spent the whole that. day driving so on the bus, and, and then sitting. were like, peace out, we're going to see Elf, Dad. Like yeah, we weren't Dana even ha- we were halfway to Dana Point. Like it was, it was, it was a moot situation. Like the, we couldn't go anywhere. Might as well sit in a theater. And actually, we had huge beers beforehand. I think there was a brewery right next to the theater. Pre- oh, thank the gods. Helpful. So we had enormous beers. Great place for a date. Oh yeah, and I don't remember laughing so hard as I did with a bit after a big beer oh, yeah. and, and a trying day a trying week yeah what's his name that is he's funny oh Will Ferrell yeah Will Ferrell's funny to this day that movie is my favorite Christmas movie nice it's a Christmas miracle it like <laughs> saved us so best movie ever maybe actually best movie in human history no Oh, it's so funny. Will Ferrell, thank you for being funny. Yeah. Multiplexes and yeah. large beers. Dude, thank you. On Christmas for... Eve, after a trying week sailing with Captain Bly. Oh my god. And and Wait, so is that your dad's name? What was your dad's name? Oh no. Um... Oh, Captain Bly was this somebody you keep referring to. <laughs> yeah, he's a literary <laughs> figure. <laughs> <laughs> He's so Wait, horrible. let me get this on. Let me show how intelligent he's I am. He's so horrible. Captain Bly is someone's like, favorite he's, <laughs> he's a horrible captain. Uh, not the one from Moby Dick. Not the one. Where was he from? Was it two years before the mast? It hails the time of sailing where, like, if there was any dissension in the ranks, you could basically be whipped on board to, like, Shit. a hair of your life. <laughs> It was basically, being on board was like being a, a beaten slave, which was clearly the conditions that we operated under with my dad. <laughs> no, not at all. He never hit us. I love the, um, I love the going to see Elf. That yeah. sounds about right. It was just, um, and when we got out, um, traffic was free. So, I mean, granted, we didn't, no, again, I, we didn't get to did Dana right Point. Idea. You like, did the right idea. Why sit in that traffic and fucking feel like your life is being... Talk about the hands of time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why do that? You know, you're you're winning <laughs> when you get off and you just say, yeah. fuck this. Like, it we've just done a few it before, hours of relief. We're like, we wanted to get further, but it's Santa Barbara. 
and we still have like three more hours to drive. But <laughs> we're gonna stop and frickin' have an overpriced fucking hamburger at Montecito yeah. and yeah. have everybody look at us like we don't belong there. <laughs> but then yeah. when you get back on the freeway and you're flying, yeah, and then you're like, you're wow, like, yeah, no wonder people drive at midnight. Or whatever it was. But then um, we did. We picked up my dad. I can't remember if we spent the night on the boat. But we made it to Baja for on Christmas Day. And you left the boat in Dana Point? We left the boat in Dana Point and just hauled ass in a big old diesel truck all the way to Mexico. Um, where was it? Was it like Cabo or was it? Um, no, Ensenada. Oh, yeah. We had a really... So you were almost there. It was really awesome. Um, we just, well, we still have awesome friends. Uh, the Barrios is Judith. Um, was is this amazing artist? You would love her. She has she's like Norwegian, tall, large, flowing white hair, wow. and talks with grand gestures, and she's the biggest heart. Nice. And. Uh, their kids, Quito and Damien, went to, were in my brother's and grade. And they live and my, in Ensenada? And they live in Ensenada. And Jorge, her husband, well, um, her partner, he was, he's an amazing, like, kind of gentleman guard from the old Mexican guard, and he was a marine biologist. He did his research on lobster, oddly Ooh, enough. Like but they were... And we used to go so down cool. to Puerto Nuevo, which is just north of Ensenada, all growing up. And we'd go down there for the, like for an afternoon and just eat a lobster. You could get this little small langustas, like little lobsters with rice and beans for such a good price. Oh, nice. My sister was the probably the main instigator on that, my older sister. Oh, but I used to love yeah, it. Yeah, fresh lobster. I just, oh my god, I just remember with rice and fish tacos oh, that yeah. you could get too. I, I mean, I haven't been down there in a while, but like, it's hard. Oh, you to could go get such fresh, beautiful there's fish. There's like all these rumors of people being like, I mean, there are there are real documented yeah, cases sketchy. of people being uh, kidnapped and like tried to get money from them what's that called extortion or something oh yeah or like they um, they'll like run someone over with a car and like an american oh yeah they then stuff their body cavity with drugs because they know like the what? the, <laughs> the <laughs> dead body will come true. back to the u.s for like the funeral and then someone will steal the body or, or just come get, get the drugs, drugs. i don't know i feel like there was a This American Life episode about that. That is crazy. Wasn't there something oh, like that? That could be true. Radio I mean, lab. But it just sounds like a lot of work. Oh, I mean, how much God. money could you really make? <clears throat> I guess it's slippery slope. I don't know. Like, first you do one thing, then you're like, oh, let's just stuff the body. And then you're all of a sudden you're realizing what lengths <laughs> you're going through just to get drugs to the U.S. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Well, they actually don't live there anymore. They sold their house. They had this beautiful house up on the hill, and it looked over um, San Miguel Beach, so you could actually see if there was surf. Wow. And it was just beautiful. You could watch whale spouts. And, um, and now this, uh, the boys, the boys, quote-unquote boys, they're like dads and live in Hawaii. One has a tattoo business they're artistic and so uh 
Jorge and Judith moved and bought a little plot in Hawaii to be close to the grandkiddos. As parents do. Yeah, parents love grandkids more than kids. Yeah. That's, that's okay. They, they, whatever. It's like their chance for redemption. <laughs> and I appreciate that. It's you know, a, if, you, if your yeah. parents treat your grandkids, or I always think that with my friends. Like my parents treat my friends really well, and right. they really love my friends. And I think that's a testament to how they actually feel about me. But I think it's harder for them. It's harder for them to give me the love directly because it's such a complicated relationship. Oh, you know what I mean? Because there's yeah. so much baggage and so many fucking like preset, uh, just fucking handicaps and yeah. You know, it's like there's this set in stone kind of almost like karma, right? Yeah. And then they meet your friend. And friend is just somebody that you meet. And so, because my parents just, they really love my friends. They love my brother's friends and my friends. And they treat them well. And so I kind of always take that as a, a, an extension of how they feel about me. It's just, it's too complicated for them to be that way with me. Yeah. No. Well, your parents sound pretty cool, though. They're cool as adults. Like I've said before, they're cool... If you don't see them in the parental sense, you just see them as people you hang out with. But yeah. when you when you're like when you're younger and you're relying on someone oh uh, to be a parent, you know they were trying, but they were um, limited. Yeah. That said, it's not like I, I could say I'm not going to be a I'm not going to be a parent for the reason that I don't know if I would have been a missing parent. <laughs> mm, well, I bet you would. You're... See, now I'm chewing. Well, Let the record show take, I'm chewing yeah, and eating and trying to talk. Is, yeah. What I would say is I She's really don't good with her students. She's I really good with her students. But it takes a lot of energy to be good at something. By the way, that's the fucking fact I want everybody listening to know because it's a fucking lie in our society <laughs> that people just fucking are born geniuses. It's yeah. like, no, fucking everyone has to put in a lot of work. You get good things out consistently because you put in the work. So anyway, the point is, is I know if I was to be a parent that I could be a good parent, but it would take a lot of work, and there's already a lot of things that I do that I've been doing for a long time and that are very important to oh, yeah. me that take a lot of work. So I'm not going to fucking blindfold myself and act like I could do everything and then fail at many things and then blame other people for it. Instead, I'm not accusing anyone, but instead... Also, I'd like to point out the obvious that not everyone should be parents. Exactly. Exactly. I just... I don't... If I had... I've said it once or twice, and I'll say it again. If I had five lives, and I could live to, uh, I knew I was going to live to 100, and I knew I could have kids until I was, like, 50. And same for Gary. He'd live to 100. Mm -hmm. And I had five lives, like, five different ones. One of those would definitely have kids. Okay, 20%. With some adjustments, because of the time. <laughs> that's a lot of um, criteria. That's yeah, criteria. I know, but yeah, I know. Well, 
Yeah, but I've you're a logical, it. compassionate. Oh yeah, and person. there's plenty of people for me to give my love to, and so I do. But I don't have that like parent parental pressure where you're gonna totally, yeah, you know. Well, I always wanted to be a mom, but I'm such a poor planner, apparently. <laughs> mm. You never know. You never know. But it takes a lot of energy. Like right now, at this point, if you wanted to make that happen, it's a lot of energy. Well, it's a lot of money. Yeah, money that and I energy. don't have. And but I remember talking to one of my dear friends with uh, with kids, who I love to death. And uh, yeah, it was just kind of one of those things where she's like, "Well." so funny um you're just you know i always thought you'd have kids but i guess you're just not a planner and i'm that's a good point and i'm like oh yeah well but that's also kind of like one of those sideways put downs mm, yeah quite that's how it kind of felt <laughs> 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 which is really um, out of character for her because she well, very you know, loving. that's a sensitive topic. She yeah. could have not meant it that way, but it would be hard not to feel a little bit, you know, that's a sensitive topic. Yeah, it's a sensitive topic. Few people you can really, like, tell how they feel or tell them what they what's going on with them surrounding that. You gotta just approach that topic. But, you topic. know, the fucking Republicans have no problem telling people <laughs> how to do it. Okay, I'm gonna get a drink and then open it up and then test that out. And you know what, we haven't even checked that it's still going, but I wonder how long oh. it's been going. Whoops. 41 minutes Whoa. and it's still going. Okay, if we even get 30 seconds of good stuff out of that. Yeah, well, I, the way I see it is, okay, I'm going to have a hard kombucha. It's 2.30 and I'm not, I'm not judging myself at all. Um, and I think I have one beer left in there. I'm oh, like, shit, um, I just, I sprayed the... We should take another picture of this and send it to Missy. Yeah, we should. I feel like, um, I'm so happy with our it's painting. Not, we should describe making... it. Let's describe it more. Okay. Because we only got to, okay, so all of our mythological uh, signs, we have the Serpent of Renewal. Oh, yeah. We have the Talk Hands of the Time. Serpent. It's kind of coming from the where lizard the lizard is, too. The Mona Lisa of Hens of destiny, the sea of uncertainty, the wave of change. Oh, I like the wave of change. The... I mean, I, I knew about it, but I just want to say I like it. Oh, and talk about the serpent. Yeah, talk about the serpent, huh? Okay, so I feel like the serpent of renewal is, is a, a real example of your great work with your scaling. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> She's it is. done some great scaling uh, on her. Oh, that's um, nice of you to what's say. What's that called? It does look cool. Body like, part of the, like, kind of like the body, the, the, like, the length of the yeah. serpent. Yeah, it's just a pleasant pattern to have white lines. On black, yeah. yeah. Oh, Lucy just snorted. And that took some real dedication. Yeah, it's kind of like a nice, it was a meditation, meditation yeah. yeah. Well, the Serpent of Renewal actually came because I had this enormous um, dream. Like, well, and I say enormous because oh, it just I felt so this. significant. Yeah. Sorry, I'm interrupting you. 
Oh, no, I, well, you, know, you might need to help me because I don't totally remember it, but there I was... I just remember you telling me it, so that's not very helpful. Yeah. And Lucy is is insisting on getting her back scratched. <laughs> She's so itchy. Um, well, anyway, what was it? Yeah, there was a, a snake, and I live up in the hills, in these big, beautiful hills, and it's very full of nature. Um, she lives super stoked with that. Quote, unquote. <laughs> Not, yeah. My parents' friends, I live in their horse barn. Um, but it's just gorgeous. There's just, I, every day I, I literally wake up to the birds singing. Yeah. You know? And there's these big hills, big dry hills, San Luis Obispo style. It just reminds me of growing up. Um, and in my dream, this big black serpent. And it wasn't a bad one. Like, it, there wasn't fear associated with it. It was just powerful and large and beautiful. It came out from under the house. Also, there's a lot of juju in their house. It's like full, That's lots of crazy yeah. artifacts and stuff. Because um, she's an anthropologist and goes and lives with the uh, Aryan Jaya, the the last cannibalistic society out in Indonesia and there's a lot of crazy things but that's another story anyway the serpent came out from under the house and wrapped itself around the hills and then um, came back to me on my chest I think and is was gonna either help me be uh, Help me in who I wanted to be, or what I wanted to finish or do, or I don't know. She was gonna give me power, which I've never had that kind of crazy symbolic dream before. But I just she was so black, um, which I don't know what the symbolism of that is—a black serpent. But I'm sure. Something I don't know. Anyway, so that's the serpent of renewal. I think we just keep hoping 2020 is going to end, and I feel like the serpent of renewal is like an optimistic, like we're gonna at some point something heavy something, will come lay down on our society and calm the shit out of everyone. That yeah, or good. we just get to start a new year, and it's not going to be chaotic. So I don't know, dude. 2021 is going to have and... to have some of the taint of 2022. Yeah. Or 2020. I don't remember. I wish I remembered more about that dream. That's the thing I about dreams. I think I kind of remember that. I liked what I found, now that you said it, and I remember partially what you were... I like how the serpent was like a calming, positive figure. Yeah. Because I always have kind of like... I'm I always, scared of them. Yeah, really. exactly. Yeah. And I like how... And you afterwards were describing the serpent to me and talking about how it was like a, a symbol of power and femininity, I thought you said. Yes, yes. And I really liked that because I hadn't really thought of it before. So I like just how unexpected you know and and your interpretation of the dream 
know just goes to show it's up to the person who's interpreting it yeah it's well and we all need a little more power and especially when you're feeling powerless i feel like this whole pandemic everything just makes you feel so powerless yeah i know and everything that's happening i don't know um it's just a shit show out there it is okay then we're gonna end it on <laughs> that positive I note know. hope we, we have still, you laughing we, we hope that gonna, we, we know laughing. you're probably we just so rolling earlier, right now yeah okay so maybe we should record in the mornings yeah <laughs> hey colleen it's around five to six on saturday I just wanted to see what it's like up there. I was reading some emails from San Luis Obispo, and um, they were kind of saying only essential traveling and that they didn't want a whole bunch of people walking around the town, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know what the restrictions are, if it's okay for us to come up, or should we wait. You know better because you live there. So give me a call back later tonight or tomorrow see what you can find out um you know i don't know what if they restrict us to the hotel i mean that's not what we want so i don't know what they're talking about but i know they close campgrounds and stuff to uh non-residents and we just got all these emails i guess through the hotel okay talk to you later bye colleen it's mom buchanan Hope you two are doing okay. I'm calling to wish you a happy birthday. I'm sorry I didn't get a card off to you again. Um, hope you have a good day. Hope your weather out there is cooler. Damn hot here. Okay. Same thing going on here. We still can't get out, you know. Can't go here or there. And So... Uh, I guess nothing else to tell you. It's awful quiet around here. <laughs> okay, hope hope you and Gary are doing well. Love to both of you. Bye-bye.